Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Well, hello, 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 family. How's everyone doing? I hope that everyone had a, an incredible holiday. Spent some great time with your family and friends, and uh, everybody was safe, and you really, really enjoyed this very special season because we definitely are going into a new era as the entire world is being disrupted by the new economy that we're excited to go face and, and, and be a part of, you know, just to be able to, to, be able to, to participate in this, this great shift of not just wealth, but of ideas, the way we, we look, the way we transport, we, our transportation, the way we, we work, everything we create, everything is shifting, and we're really excited about it. But I have a very special guest, and many of you, many of you guys already know that because I've been posting it, and this gentleman is a dear friend of mine for many, many years, over two decades. And, you know, the thing I like about this gentleman, Knight, he epitomizes not just thinking outside of the box. He understands there is no box. It's all about possibility. And I don't want to keep him from you because he's a great friend of mine. He's a, the number one motivational speaker on the face of the earth. He's a humanitarian. He's a great father and a great friend and just a great, great individual. And I, Les Brown, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Excellent. Yes. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm great, and thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I'm a legend in my own mind. But <laughs> <laughs> our minds as well, my friend. So how was your holiday, first of all? Yeah. What did you do for the holiday? It, it, it was great. I spent it with family, very relaxing, and spent time and still engaged in reflecting on the year 2019, the year of my dream and the dream of those that we work with and including you and the people that we want to create value for them. So it's a very great time. It's a great day to be alive. I, I tell everybody every day is a good day. If you don't believe it, just try missing one. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now we got a lot of things I want to talk about. I know that first of all, did you get the new book out? You got to be hungry. Is it out yet? No, it has not been released, but it is complete. Yes. I'll be releasing it next week, probably. All right, perfect. Well, i got many things I want to share with you, I want to talk about with our audience. And I also uh, want you to talk a little bit about your speaker's program, because you're out there still training and empowering people and, and helping people carry on the legacy. Uh, and I'm really excited about that. But I want to start off by simply asking you just to share with uh, all of our listeners a little bit about uh, who you really are. Les Brown, everybody's heard your story, but some may have not. Can you share with us a little bit about your story? Well, I, I was born in a poor section of Miami, Florida called Liberty City with a twin brother. And when we were six weeks of age, we were taken in as foster kids. And eventually, our mother, Mrs. Mamie Brown, she, she adopted us. I think we were around 16. And when I was in the fifth grade, I was labeled educable, mentally retarded, and and put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade, failed again when I was in the eighth grade. But my junior year in high school, I met this high school teacher who disrupted my thinking. As you know, Dr. Dentley, how people live their lives is a result of the story they believe about themselves. And, and he challenged me to read a script, and I, I refused because I didn't want to embarrassed and humiliate myself, and the kids started chanting, 
he can't do that. He he's DT, and he asks, what, what what do you mean by DT? He's the dumb twin. His his twin brother Wesley is smart, but he's Leslie. He's the dumb twin. And I said, I am, sir. And he interrupted my story. He looked at me and he said, don't you ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. And so I've spent the rest of my life at this point in my life. I'm 74. I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. And we do what is, I think, needed now more than ever before your program. What it does is disrupt the story that people currently believe about themselves, dismantle their current belief system, and inspire them to make new choices with an expanded vision of what's possible for them. And, and so I, I do it every day. I look forward to getting up in the morning doing this. I, I can't believe that I'm 74. I feel like I was the waiter at the Lord's Supper. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You know, I remember uh, many of the talks that we've had um, over the last couple of decades, actually. And, you know, I'm a product of the stories I've got for other people. You know, their lives had so much meaning. And a lot of it came from in the most adverse times and how they made it through that because they lived to tell that story. And everybody has a story, and you're the master of storytelling. Can, can you share with everyone the, the power and the importance of, um, of all of us really um, identifying our story and really, really holding on to it, not running away from it, but understanding that story has meaning and it can bless the lives of so many other people that they've yet even to meet? Well, I, I'm glad you asked me that question because one of the reasons that I'm, I'm doing one-on-one coaching with a few number of people who are serious and who are hungry and who want to make a difference as well as build a business where they can become independently wealthy. A friend of mine was telling me about her aunt. Her aunt's husband died a few months ago. And then she discovered on Christmas Eve, this Christmas Eve, that her son ran up her credit cards and she hung herself. She took her life. And people, studies indicate, people who survive attempting suicide, they really don't want to die. What they want to do is to stop the pain and and eliminate whatever they're looking at, the overwhelming feeling of helplessness and hopelessness that they're confronted with. And I believe the reason that suicide rate in America, where people die trying to come here, risk going to prison, separated from their children, that the suicide rate in America has increased since 1999 to now to over 30% is that we need more messages of hope to disrupt the stories that the people believe about themselves. The Jesuits say, give me a baby. And I'll give you a man at seven. What do they mean by that? And, and what they were saying that between the ages, Dr. Bentley, of zero and seven, children are sponges and can learn three to four different languages. And, and they take in the conversations and things that they hear and the circumstances that they see. They determine 
what's available to them and what's not available to them. Uh, there's a word in their heart, and that word is yes, or that word is no. And because we live in a world where we're told more about our limitations rather than our potential, most people grow up with a limited vision of what is possible for them, even though the Book of Life said that we're made in the likeness and image of God and has been given authority and dominion over everything on the face of the earth, that because of the conversations, because of what people say to us, to a very large extent, we take on that identity. I know that I did. And so what we're, I believe, have the opportunity to do by raising messengers of hope, we can begin to decrease the not only suicide level, but the incarceration rate and the recidivism rate and to empower people to begin to live their dreams rather than their fears. According to the Department of Labor, over 20,000 people are losing their jobs every day. Every time the unemployment goes up 1%, 10,000 women or children are battered uh, trying to make $50 go where $100 needs to go. And so... This, this, is, this is the best of times and the worst of times. And, and we have, I believe, the opportunity. You know, we're in a crisis, and crises in the Chinese language, it means danger, but it also means opportunity. And so we have the opportunity to change the course of history. And this era, what the late Peter Drucker called the era of the three C's, accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, and tremendous competition. We have the opportunity to transform people's minds. Be ye not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. To inspire them to develop a skill set that will enable them to, to take on the, the global economy, bring in ability, talent, skills, or some business, or some idea that will allow them to stand out and, and be able to generate income for themselves or their family and to create collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships. Because you can't make it by yourself, as you don't. You, you have to have relationships with people that know more than you, people that will inspire you mentally and emotionally and spiritually and financially. Dr. Dennis Kimbrough out of Atlanta said, if you're the smartest one in your group, you need to get a new group. <laughs> and so we have the opportunity to do that and to carve out a place for ourselves to make a greater impact by our lives. Well, you know, we live in a world today, Les, where um, so many people are finding their voice. People are really excited about the amount of people that are speakers now. They, they have a message they want to share. And I know that you teach, train, coach, and mentor. You certainly have, have helped and blessed me from the, over 20-plus years ago um, when I first got a chance to meet you and you vowed that we'd be friends and you, you've always honored that. You've always been... Uh, great to myself and my family and, and to our dreams. And I tell you, you know, when I think about uh, the amount of speakers we have today and their message of hope and inspiration and just what they've gone through and where they're going now, so to, to just show people and be the example that, you know, they can, that, like you said, tough times don't come to stay, they come to pass. So we're going to take a commercial break in about a minute, but I want you just to, to start by just sharing with everyone a little bit about uh, overcoming adversity and how that really builds you, how that can be the foundation for, for great things to come. 
Well, one of the things that's very important, Dr. Stanley, as you know, is that one of the things I believe very strongly, and I'm a 27-year prostate cancer conqueror because of God's grace and mercy, and I believe in ask for help, not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong, and ask for help and don't stop until you get it. It might not be in your immediate area, and so you've got to search it, you've got to find it. Who is it that has been confronted with what you're dealing with, and how do they get through it? And if they got through it, then so can you. And, and a lot of people won't ask for help. I've, I've, I've met people who've been going through the challenge that I've been dealing with with prostate cancer, and, and some of them, they just gave up, and their situation was not as, as bad as mine, where cancer metastasizes to, they say, seven areas of the body and I'm watching my language. And so it, most people, because of pride, pride cometh before fall, because of ego. Ego means edging God out. Won't ask for help, and it's so important. People who are part of a community of supportive, collaborative, achievement-driven relationships live longer than people who try to live life solo, and they have an increased chance of over 80% of reaching their goals because of those relationships. Dr. Dennis Kimbrough was right out of Atlanta. If you're the smartest one in your group, you need to get a new group. I know you got to get a break, but i got some more for you on the other side. <laughs> amen, amen, because I want to share with you, man. I remember we had a conversation. I was sitting in my mother's backyard many, many years ago, and you prepared me. So when I got the news of my prostate cancer, you actually helped me and prepared me. So we definitely want to deep sea dive there. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back with the Mr. Greatness himself, Mr. Les Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment achievement and purpose if you are looking to make your work life the latter tune in to working on purpose with elise cortez There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, I'm on the line right now with Mr. Les Brown, and we we're talking about just the uh, journey of prostate cancer, uh, getting that news and I was sharing with you, Les, earlier that I remember sitting in my mom's backyard, and you were at the hospital with a friend, and you were giving me a call, and you were telling me and preparing me for as I got older um, that things would happen. Your body would change, and you, you, had, you really insisted that I get my prostate checked every single year. And I did that, and I missed one year, came back, it was a 62. <laughs> but, but... Even though everything I went through with that now is no trace of it, um, I was always inspired. I was always in great spirits because you really prepared me for that journey um, because I was just following that path and following how you carried yourself, the things you had done, things we had talked about, and it really, really helped me. And that's why I'm so so uh, adamant about uh, sharing our stories, is letting people know that it's not over. It's never over. Your, your story will outlive you, and you can help so many other people. So let's talk about that a little bit because it's so serious, and a lot of times as men, uh, we don't do what we should do, and then here we come. So you want to talk a little bit about that journey and uh, about that whole situation with prostate cancer? Well, Bruce Lipton wrote a book called The Biology of Belief, and there's another gentleman by the name, of Joe Depenza, and, and he talked about dying to being the person that you've been to giving birth to that person that you intended to be and operating and viewing life from a different lens. And so your belief, how you believe, how you receive it, has a manifestation in the expression of your genes. When you first get a diagnosis that you have uh, an illness that can take your life that compromises your immune system by 40%. And so the mindset is very important. Uh, the next thing is, now, you would think it would be just diet or exercise or any number of things, but at the top of the list that's major in a, in a long life, the studies have indicated in those areas of the earth where they have blue zones where people live to be over 100. The next thing is social interaction. 
having not only a strong support system, but interacting positively with people on a daily basis, that enhances your immune system. Isn't that amazing? Other thing is laughter. I laugh a lot. I laugh in my sleep. <laughs> and people wonder why I laugh so much. And I read this book called The Anatomy of Illness by Dr. This is Norman Cousins. And he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And he watched Lucille Ball and, and, and different comedies every day. And he laughed himself back to good health. One minute of anger, most people are not aware if you study the area of psychoneuroimmunology. One minute of anger weakens your immune system for four to five hours. But one minute of laughter boosts your immune system for over 24 hours. So people who listen to your show and this show here, as we get through, they won't get sick for 20 years. <laughs> Amen to that. That's what I'm Amen talking about, up in here, up in here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very important, your mindset, and then eating right. I feel like a silly wabbit. <laughs> I'm a vegan, and I laugh when I say it because I was dreaming about pork chops and chitlins. <laughs> oh, this whole hey, thing. Oh, I can hear you, brother. I hear you. My I hear mother you. used to fix chitlins for me, man. And so I was thinking about chitlins and pork chops, but they don't have organic chitlins or organic pork chops. <laughs> so, so I just watch everybody eat, and then I just went to sleep after eating some wabbit food. <laughs> you know, all green vegetables. That's, that's what I do every day, all green vegetables, and dream about chickens chasing me, and I'm walking real slow, hoping that they catch me. <laughs> <laughs> run fast it's Jill, a lifestyle change man yeah it, it, when you change your lifestyle and you wow. surround yourself with positive collaborative achievement driven relationships and you'll have a, a mindset of perpetual optimism that no matter how bad it is or how bad it gets I'm going to make it because we're going to all go through some stuff it's called life Victor Frank will call it unavoidable suffering. The Book of Life says, think it not strange that you're faced to fiery furnaces of this world. We're going to all go through some stuff. We will lose people that are close to us, that we love. Uh, things are going to happen to us. Studies indicate over the next year, 2019, all of us will experience at least three tragedies that's going to happen to us or to someone we care about. And so, therefore, it's very important that we in, engage in a process that will help us to fortify our minds. I encourage people to go online and watch a video that I have called It's Not Over Till You Win, where I'm speaking in the Georgia Dome. It's not over till you win. And another one called You Deserve. And it's possible and also, they can email me. I've just created something during the holidays, and, it, it, and it's called You Are Stronger Than You Think You Are. And they can email me at lesbrown77 at gmail.com. We'll send it out to them free. You are stronger than you think you are. Because I had no idea, Dr. Dentley, that when the doctor looked at me and said, you have prostate cancer, and 
and told me that my PSA, which stands for prostate-specific antigen, was 2,400, and one to four is normal, and that it had eaten 40% of my T1 vertebrae and metastasized to the T1, T2, T3, and a T7. I had no idea dealing with that pain and cytokine pain along with that I had no idea that I had the ability to come through that with flying colors. Dr. Tahoe at the Cancer Centers of America just told me last week, he said, Mr. Brown, you are kicking cancer's butt. What are you doing? I say, I'm shining my shoes so I can continue to kick it. (laughs) (laughs) And so we have to have a mindset that we are more than conquerors because we are. And we have to have relationships with people like you. You encourage me. I've been your mentor, but you have now become my mentor. And I'm a better person because of our relationship mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and financially. And so having relationships that pour into you as well. One of the things that I had to learn to do was live from a place that Iyana Von Sant talked about. She said, give to yourself until your cup runneth over and then give to others from the overflow. Give to yourself until your cup runneth oh. over and then give to others from the overflow. I had a reoccurrence. The cancer came out of remission when my oldest son, 53, had a stroke. And my youngest son was dealing with bipolar and wasn't taking his medication. And so... I allowed myself to become stressed out. And people say cancer feeds on on sugar, but it is fueled by stress. And I had to gather my mind, and I had to begin to understand I can only do so much. And I had to, to really focus my mind in order to regroup the strength mentally and emotionally and spiritually to shut cancer down in my life. And so we have to monitor ourselves and, and, and monitor our environments continuously and create an environment that's positive, that's nurturing, and that gives us the capacity to handle the things that life will throw at us. I, I have a saying, if life knocks you down, Try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. <laughs> amen. Amen, amen. So let me ask you this. Um, now, when it comes to, to just winning in every area of life, just winning in life, you know, just out there living in your purpose and, and making a difference. I watched, um, you had a video out when you were in the hospital. You were in your gown. And you uh, decided at that moment you didn't know if you how it was gonna uh, what the outcome was gonna be if you were gonna have your voice coming out of there. But you spent an hour inspiring people and sharing your story and your message. When you were here in August at our event, you were obviously in a lot of pain. But once you get in your element, once you get on that stage, and once you do what God is is brought you here to do, and you start moving in that, it seems like everything just kind of goes away. So where does that come from, and how can uh, everyone tap into that, that's, certain, that, that, that's part of yourself that you just go through, whatever's going on, you could just black out the pain and just live in your purpose and live in, your, in the moment. Where does that come from? 
it comes from a mindset, Dr. Dendley, that of trust, that I'm going to be all right, that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want for anything because he's looking out for me. There's a scripture I repeat to myself, all things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. And I believe that all of us were created on purpose, for a purpose, with a purpose. But most people who don't take the time to reflect, most people who don't take the time to go within, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, go to their graves without ever discovering their purpose. Many people die at age 25 and don't get buried until they're 65 because they're walking, breathing corpses. They're just surviving. They, many, many go to college, get a job, and then they retire. And, and when they retire, they die within two years of retirement because they have no reason to get up in the morning. And, and so the, when you have the studies indicate, when you realize your purpose, people with a sense of purpose during this period where we are right now, between now and the beginning of the year, 2019, more people die and commit suicide during this period right now. Your show right now is giving somebody hope and there's hope in the future that gives you power in the present. Your show right now and the shows that you will have between now and the first of the year, you will distract people from the limited vision they have of themselves and give them an infusion of hope that they can make it, that they, they are self-definitional. They don't have to be defined by their circumstances or the things that happen to them. There are things that happen to you, and there are things that happen for you. And for so you. I hold it right there. Things happen to you and for you. We're going to hold it right there. We're going to take another quick break, and we're going to come back and pick it up. There's things that happen to you and things that happen for you. So what do you see? Victor Frankel once said in the book, uh, Meaning of Life, two men both trapped behind prison bars. One man saw the mud. The other man saw the stars. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to finish out this deep, rich conversation with Les Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. 
Be sure to listen to the Black Friday Every Friday series. This series will be showcasing Voice America programs featuring people of color from all walks of life, empowering voices of various cultures to speak unapologetically on topics plaguing communities from the marginalized to wealthy lifestyles. These shows will confront today's issues on sexism, education, business, politics, finances, spirituality, mental health, autism, and more. Listen for Black Friday Every Friday from noon to 6 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, we're back, and we left off talking about this things that happen to you and things that happen for you. I guess, though, Les, isn't it true that sometimes when things happen to you, you don't really realize they're happening for you? Without any question. For instance, the three most feared words in, in seven different languages is you have cancer. And I remember when I was asleep in the airport and a guy woke me up and he said, you're Les Brown, aren't you? And I said, yes. And he said... I I read about you in the National Enquirer that you and your wife, at that time I was married to Gladys Knight, that you were diagnosed with terminal cancer. And I said, yes. And he said, I've been fighting cancer for over 17 years, and my PSA has been over 3,000. He said, one day you're going to see this as a gift. And he said, you need to start believing that right now. He said, this is not unto death. You will not die from this. And he said that with such a conviction, James, I believed him. And, and he just walked away. And I sat with that. I sat with that. It's every time I go to the doctor, I hear this voice. This is not unto death. You will conquer this. And I hold on to that. And, and it, it has had a transformative impact on my life because what it does is, one, it, it, it causes you to value life. Two, there are things that I used to be concerned about or would bother me that no longer bother me. Three, 
things that used to make me angry, they no longer make me angry. Four, I spend more time saying to myself, Lord, I have lived the first three-fourths of my life my way. Now, I want to spend the rest of my life living it your way. What would you have me to do? Am I on course? Order my steps. I'm saying yes. A song that I, I listen to on a daily basis, Shekinah, and Shekinah Glory, and it's called Yes, Lord. And so I've said yes to this calling. Yes, as much as I have chosen this path, I, I realize that I was chosen for this this life that I'm living. I'm not that smart. The things I've overcome. Uh, a friend of mine did a, a organic Google search and said over three billion people have gone online to to find me. Just think about that's that's one third of the planet. Wow. You know, somebody who's labeled educable, mentally retarded, don't even know my birth parents. And and I know that I'm here to serve a purpose. And it's not mine, it's God's. And so I'm being obedient. I'm I'm working every day. I think the reason that Paul say pray unceasingly is that we unconsciously stray off the course, off the path, because of the distractions of life. That that's a major factor in all of us lives. You know, Adam got in in trouble because of a distraction. Most Mm -hmm. people never achieve their goals and go to their graves with their dreams, abilities, and talents in them because they get caught up in the distractions. There are more people are distracted with the drama in the White House than focusing on what's going on in their house, focusing on their dreams, focusing on their purpose. Why is that important? Where focus goes, energy flows, and it takes everything in you not to be distracted, not to judge according to appearances. It takes everything in you. Therefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, that having then all to stand. It takes everything in you to keep the main thing, the main thing. And we have to do that every moment, moment to moment. Amen, brother. Amen. Every day you have to kill the flesh. Every day. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: um, you, you you're coaching speakers, and um, yeah, you've been out in the corporate world. You've been inspiring people and teaching people how to uh, to just think a little bit different, to shift their thinking, and to become better in sales, or better in in the executive suite, or better in the church house, uh, better in the family unit. Um, when you look at this body of work, um, how important is effective and powerful communication to everything you do in your life? Effective communications are everything. I remember a high school teacher, Mr. Leroy Washington, said, Mr. Brown, develop your mind, practice OQP, only quality people, and develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. When I came into the speaking business, what allowed me to break through, because it was a good old boy's network, 
they didn't have any women or men and, and women of, of color, that what allowed me to break through, it was built upon the, the philosophy of the, the Dale Carnegie course. Uh, they, they practice tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. And then the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I came in with my story. If, if information could change people in week today, they, you can Google information. If information could change people, everybody would be skinny, rich, and happy. Stories have a human face. And so what, what I did and what is necessary and what stories do and what your program is designed to do and what you do as a speaker and as a trainer is, as we keep in mind, that how people live their lives as a result of the story they believe about themselves, that when you speak or when your program comes on, you distract, dispute, and inspire you distract, you interrupt their current vision of themselves. And through the information out of your story, your experiences, you orchestrate an experience for those listeners or those participants in your audience. Oliver Wendell Holmes said that once a man or woman's mind has been expanded with an idea, concept, or experience, it could never be satisfied to going back to where it was. Distract, dispute, and inspire. And as a result of that, you inspire them to step out of their head, be you not conformed to this world, get out of their heads, and get into their greatness. They start marching to the beat of a different drummer. Henry David Thoreau said, if a man or woman's mind, a man or woman, don't measure of, of listen and march to the beat of the of the beats that you hear. They are marching to the beat of a different drummer. They're they're carving out a path for themselves. They're following their heart. They're listening to that still small voice within. And they are following that as opposed to the voices and the distractions of the world. That's what we're told. Be not conformed to the world. They're thinking. They're they have, they have a, a higher calling on their lives that they're responding to. And that's what we, we do as speakers and trainers is, is cause people to go to their heart and live from their heart. Where the heart is there, the treasure is also. And, 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 and start believing and seeing themselves in the future, living out of their imagination as opposed to out of their history. Einstein said the imagination is the preview of what's to come. All dreams happen twice, first in the imagination and then in the without. And so that, that's the work that this show is designed to do. That's the work that you have aligned yourself with and been doing and transforming thousands of people's lives around the world. And that's the work that I have Embrace. I believe that we are here to make a difference. Horace Mann said we should be ashamed to die until we've made some major contribution to humankind. And so it, we're building a legacy. And, and, but the other thing that, that's very important is not just, you know, people who build a legacy, 
they're remembered because of the things that they left behind. But when you are building a dynasty, which you and I are engaged in, you, you're remembered for who you've been and the impact that you've made in the world. And because of who you've been, dynasties are not forgotten. And that's major. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're about to take another break. When we come back, I want to have, have a little fun. I want to ask you when we come back to share a, the, one of the funniest stories, one of the funniest things you've ever, ever experienced, if you could. Just kind of pick one if you want to pick two. Uh, because I got one. After, it's I got so very important. We don't take ourselves that seriously, but we have a lot of fun as we go about our work, and, and we just have a great time. And it's so infectious because it brings the audience in with us, and, and it just makes a connection, and there's nothing more powerful than the power of the human connection. So that's so special. So we're going to take another break, our last break, and we're going to come back and we're going to take it home, and then we're going to talk about your coaching and how people can get in contact with you and be blessed by some of the great work you're doing. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know that more should be possible? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the creators of Access, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune in to Access Consciousness Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you frustrated that you can't seem to achieve your goals? Stop struggling and discover your power on Creatrix, creating the life you want, hosted by Amira Mondin. This show features the world's most intriguing guests, ready to guide you to self-realization using the powerful gift of your own mind. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Well, we're back, folks, and uh, let's, I want to talk about some, some crazy stuff that's ever happened when you're speaking. I remember I was speaking in front of about, oh, about uh, 1,500 people, 
and um, I mean, it went great, man. They were, they were on their feet, they're screaming. I looked down, I had on mismatched shoes. <laughs> That's happened a couple of times, getting dressed in the dark. <laughs> but it all kind of, what's the craziest thing you've ever experienced since you've been out here on the speaker circuit? I was training a speaker to present and preparing for a presentation they were doing at the hotel. And, and they wanted me to come down and see them. And so there were other speakers coming before that speaker. So I was, I was in my hotel room, and then someone did not show up. And so the speaker I had trained was being prepared to come up and speak immediately. So they called me and said, hey, uh, Teresa wants you to come down and see her now because she's going up. And so I'm scrambling around the room trying to find my belt. And... I couldn't find my belt, so I decided to go down anyhow with my hand in my pocket to hold my pants up. And so when I got down there, because I had been on this fast and I had lost about seven or eight pounds, and and, and so she started speaking, and she got to the end, and she said, here's my mentor, Les Brown, and she called me up to speak. I was not expecting that. So I came up, and I kept one hand in my pocket to hold my pants up, and I held the microphone with the other. And so I said, Teresa, you did a very good job. And I said, I want to say to those of you that are here, Teresa's been working on herself. She's been pursuing her dream of speaking to those of you that are here. You want to follow her example. You want to move with a sense of urgency and run after your dream like it's the last bus at, life, at night. And I, as I said that, I walked away from the stadium and I took my hand out of my pocket and my pants dropped down. <laughs> and I wear Mickey Mouse underwear. <laughs> the audience looked at me. I looked down and said, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Lord. What is I going to do? And so, so, uh, so, so I just, I, I immediately, I dropped down to my knees to pull my pants up. And I said, don't nobody videotape this. This will not be on Facebook. <laughs> there was one guy trying to get a video. He said, I'm not going to put it on Facebook. I said, give me that camera. I took the camera from him. And so believe it or not, James, I gave the rest of the speech, Dr. Diddley, on my knees. All right? Oh, and Lord. finally, somebody <laughs> thought and said, let me give him my belt so he can stand up and be able to not have to stand up and pull his pants up. So a guy came and gave me his belt and helped me put the belt on while I'm still talking, and people were just rolling in the audience. <laughs> that was Okay, funny. that's when you start speaking. But I tell you, you man, <laughs> I said, you just never know what's going to happen. And that was oh, one Lord. of the funniest things that ever happened. I can't top yet. that. I cannot top that one. Okay, you're out now. You're coaching speakers. Um, you're coaching these platinum speakers. Um, who are you looking for? Who is the ideal person uh, to work with you? Money's not an issue. I mean, it's, it's priceless just because of the outcome. But uh, where do they need to be as far as a speaker and uh, what genre should they be? A certain genre they should be in, or 
Uh, who are you looking for? No, I, I can work with anybody. I'm looking for someone that's hungry. Somebody that's hungry to make a difference. And my staff will vet them. I don't want to work with everybody. I just want to work with a few people. You know, the Book of Life says many are called, but few are chosen. The speaking industry has been hijacked by the speakers who focus on speak to sell. And I believe that if you make impact, if you transform people's lives individually and collectively, they'll run to the back of the room, they'll buy your products, they will want to come to your seminars or workshops. If you speak from your heart and use your stories strategically to transform an audience, that they will want to develop a relationship with you. People don't want to be treated like a transaction. So I'm called to work with people that are hungry, people who feel that I have got to speak. I've got to speak, Dr. Diddley, because it's who I am. I volunteered for years. They said a, a calling on your life is something that's so heavy, you'll do it for nothing. And you do it so well that people will pay you to do it. I gave many speeches in schools and prisons and juvenile detention centers and churches. I never got paid a dime because I have got to speak. I remember rubbing my foster mother's ankles and saying, Mama, tell me a story. And, and her mm-hmm. telling me stories that I listened to helped to, to create in me the ability to tell a story and allow people to step outside of their history and live out of their imagination. I'm looking for people who said, this is me. I've got to do this. Mike Williams, who wrote the book, The Road to Your Best Stuff, The Road to Your Best Stuff, mm-hmm. that they said, when the student is ready, when the, teacher, the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When I saw him speak at Champion Junior High School in Columbus, Ohio, I said, can you teach me how to speak like you? He said, are you willing to invest in yourself? I said, yes. And I did. And the rest is history. I had no idea. When I saw him, he spoke with such confidence. He, he had the audience, including me, on the edge of our seats. And I, I said, I want to touch people like he touched me. I had no idea I would receive the Golden Gavel Award from Toastmasters, the Heise Award for the National Speakers Association, be selected among the top five speakers in the world, and the other four gone. I'm the last man standing. People are listening yes, to me right now. I don't know you and I can't see you, but here's what I know about you. You have greatness in you. You have the ability to do more than you can ever begin to imagine on a regular Before we basis. close out, let's yeah. give, them your, uh, give them your email your, your email address. How can they reach you one more time because they're closing us out? Yes, yeah, my email address is lesbrown77 at gmail.com, lesbrown77 at gmail.com, and put in there, I heard you on Dr. Dentley's show, lesbrown77 at gmail.com. 
All right, Les, I want to thank you so much. That's our time. Folks, tune in next week, but please, you can go to the archive and pre-play this over and over. Share it with everyone you can. Get as many people as you can plugged in and reach out to Les. He's the best there is. He's mentored me. He got me to where I am. He'll get you there as well, guys. So, Les, I want to thank you so much. Your dear friend, man, God bless you. Happy New Year to you, and I'll be talking to you probably in about the next 15 minutes. This <laughs> concludes our show. That's you right. Have a great day. That's making 2019 and beyond our greatest years ever. God bless you, and I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.